Welcome to the Business of Being a Woman, the podcast where we share the honest and sometimes messy truth of navigating life as a woman who wants more. I'm Hannah, a naturopath and human design coach for women in business. And I'm Phoebe, a women's self-love, mindset and business coach. In a world of tired women settling for good enough, we're asking and answering the uncomfy questions that will help you raise the standard of how you experience yourself, your body, your relationships, your business and your life. It's time to do what women do best. Let's talk some shit. (laughs) Welcome back to the potty. We are talking about finding your purpose today. This is something I'm super passionate about and I know Hannah has a whole bag of tips and tricks, especially up in her human design world about how to find your purpose and how to lean into your energy and how to know like what the heck my purpose is and all of those bits and pieces. So we're going to talk a little bit about our journeys because we do feel at this point that we're getting at least close to what on earth our purpose is and living in it and it feels so good. So we want to make sure that everybody can get a taste of this and start trying to uncover. And I think it's such a common thing that we say as women, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I'm doing. And it's like, we do know it's deep in there. We just have to find those tools to tap in and feel it out and all those bits and pieces. So Hannah, do you know, do you know what your purpose is? It's such a giant question. I know what my purpose is, but my vocation is always changing. Yes, love that. And the that. expression of my purpose is always changing. So important. For me, purpose, I feel like people put so much pressure on like, what is my purpose? Like, and it's like one what, job, that's yeah, it. <laughs> it's like this dream job. And I'm like, no, I know my purpose <clears throat> is to be devoted to constant growth and evolution to constantly be questioning like why am I doing this can I do this a better way can I do it a more helpful way like is the way I'm approaching my life in every aspect is this helpful for me first and then for society at a whole like that's how I believe I'll make my biggest impact is then like how I live my life and so for me my purpose is very much being super conscious of like how I live my life whether that is how I'm navigating my relationship whether that's then eventually when I become a mum and like motherhood and parenting like my purpose will change then but the purpose for me it's the same still like it's Mm, the is the way that I'm approaching this the most helpful thing for the direction I want to go in and the direction that I would want other women to go in. Mm. Part of that answer was totally what I thought you would say and part of it was totally not what I thought you'd say. Mm, which part surprised you? So definitely the part where like a hundred percent agree, like your purpose is not a job role. Like your purpose is going to shine through in everything you ever do. Even all the jobs you've hated, I bet you found a way to live your purpose in them. But the part that surprised me was I so thought you were going to almost give us your business spiel of like, I'm here to end the epidemic of burnout and stuff like that. But I you have a mission for sure. Yeah, you have a mission and you have your purpose and they feel a little bit separate. I love that. That's so interesting. And now I'm just thinking about like, oh, what's my Shit, purpose? What's my answer going to be? <laughs> I feel like I know my purpose in terms of serving other people, but I also really see it you know what I do see it I see it very much for myself as well I know that a massive part of my purpose is like I need to live my best life and I need to find all the beautiful ways to like feel my best and live my best and have the most energy and navigate all of the tricky parts of life and turn them into like beautiful experiences so because I know that that inspires other people and it shows other people that it can be done and that's a big part of my purpose but also my purpose is definitely like helping people see their magic, helping people see what their purpose is and that they have 
so much power in this world and who they are, just who they already are deep down in there is so fucking cool and I just want to see it come out and I want to like rip all the layers of people and see them. <laughs> I love that. And I, yeah, I knew you would say something along the lines of that because it's so evident in what you do in everything you do. Mm. I'm here for the celebrations. Yeah, 100%. So do you feel like, like you said, the, the vehicle's always changing, the work is always changing, the way that you express it in the world is always changing, but do you feel like, I think our purpose is forever growing, but at this point in time today, do you feel like the work you're doing is the fullest expression of your purpose as you know it and understand it right now? No. No? Oh, my gosh. This is so exciting. Tell me more. I think it's because I know... I have a deep understanding and knowing of where it's going to go. Not exactly how it's going to look like, but basically this is a human design thing in terms of I know elements of my chart that have highlighted some key things that I'm here to do and my soul wants to do and achieve. And I know a really big part of that is being a paradigm shifter Mm. and changing people's perceptions about things. And I think that's why I'm like, that's part of my purpose is to question, is this the best way I could be doing this? Like, why am I doing it this way? Should I do it a different way? That'll be more helpful for me and for other women and people who I want to role model that to. But for me, there's like, yeah, I know that there's bigger things coming, like that I'm (laughs) like on a societal level, I want to change. And I'm not there yet. Do you know what I mean? There's skills that I'm going to have to develop to get there. And I'm so okay with that. Like Mm. I'm quite comfortable knowing that I still have a lot of life to experience until I'm I feel like I'm like at that peak of my purpose I think your purpose involves a lot of rocking of the boat which is big and and I feel like you're like at heart you mean I got a whole history of people pleasing and good girl (laughs) archetype before I'm ready to go (laughs) slush on that boat around yeah and I also like I know that there's a big part of my purpose where I'm like I don't quite have the solution for people yet Mm. I can identify problems really well yeah but I don't have the solution yet and I think um you know I'm a six line in human design again that probably means nothing to you if you don't know what that means but I'm you know I'm a fine wine I'm just getting better with age I'm getting wiser with age and I very much can see myself like in my 50s and 60s like coming out and being like this is what I know (laughs) I'm ready. And like, Gandalf, I've like, like, I've, like yeah, like, I'm ready. <laughs> I've experimented. I've experienced, again, experienced womanhood mm. as a mother, as a wife, as a business owner. I've worked with lots of people in corporate, in athletes, in different settings, and bringing all of that together at this like ender part of my life and going, this is what I know to be true about being a woman. Yeah. And that's, I think, for me, my big powerhouse of changing paradigms. I'm still in the purpose now, mm. but is it the fullest expression? No, like I think that will continue to evolve and grow as I get more evidence, as I get more experience on understanding how we change the paradigm for women. Because mm. I know I'm here to be a paradigm shifter. I, I know that, but it like... I so, again, I so thought the answer to that question was going to be like, yes, as I can see it right now here. Like I yeah. know there's going to be more, but like from where I am right here, yes. And no, not at all. Like, because you see so big and you see such big picture. Mm. Oh, you're going to do some like hectic things in your life. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. You're stir but, the pot a yeah, little bit. I love it. I think I'm very aware of um, just like the season of life I'm in. Mm. Like I have really big goals and missions, mission and like things that I want to do for women. Um, women in the workplace, women in business, women as a whole with our menstrual cycles and things like that. Um 
you know, women in terms of like a lot of health practitioners are women. There's a big part of that that I want to touch. Yeah. And I'm not quite ready to go full send <laughs> on that um, because I'm also aware of like I'm ready to be a wife and a mum. Yeah. And that's something that I'm deeply scared of but deeply want as well like next year. So I'm realising there's going to be big things that I'm, I'm navigating. Can I – and that's going to be like – um what's the word? I'm going to be a student in that season. I'm, mm. I'm entering a, like a, a season of being a student again of like I don't – I fucking don't know. It. I'm going to be yeah. calling you feet going <laughs> this motherhood thing. Like what do I do here? Like how do I still show up in business and – things like that. And I know that my energy will be divided, but I'm still going to be on mission. I'm still going to be on purpose with what yeah. I'm doing. But if am I at the full expression of that in that sense yet in terms of like what's my legacy and like that big purpose? Yeah. She's coming. Yeah, she's coming. She's not and, quite there. Yeah, and I'm comfortable with that. Yeah, I love that. And it's like the beautiful thing about this is you make so much, you have so much impact on the world at every stage. Even when you are in jobs that you hate, like you're still impacting someone somewhere in your life. And I think there's so much beauty in that that sometimes we skip over because we just want to get to the big thing right away. And like that's your life. Like mm. this, don't skip the stuff because that's your life. That's yeah. the most important and part. If like you if I said to you, like, could you so you might have this big mission like I do in terms of what I want to do for women in my lifetime. And it's like, yeah, that's awesome. And like I don't want to I'm not ready to die until I've accomplished a good, good amount of that. But it's like, if you could tell me if I just said something on this podcast that impacted one woman's life, mm. that like, yes, yeah. like, that's me on purpose. Yeah. And like, can I do that when I'm at the grocery store and like someone's serving mm. me? Like, can I do that when the barista's making my coffee in the morning? Can I do that? Like when my mum calls me up and we're having a conversation or when my sister calls me up or when a friend calls me up, can I impact their life in some way in yeah. terms of, and again, that's why my purpose is being a role model, like mm. questioning how I'm living my life and how I'm approaching things to role model potentially a better way or a more helpful way for other people. And I'm being the guinea pig in my life kind of thing. Yes. Like I'm happy to try things out and go, this doesn't feel good. So I'm going to try it this way. It might be wrong, but I'll let you know. <laughs> like. Oh, and as you enter like the motherhood season, just such an opportunity to breathe out all the things everyone else tells you and actually try and pave your own path for mm. how to enjoy that because and and live your purpose as well because I think yeah a lot of women feel like they lose it at that time and my opinion is that you absolutely just find it or find a massive yeah. part of it like a part of any, anyone who births a child like a big part of your purpose is going to be birthing that child and taking care of that mm. child in whatever capacity you get to so 100% and I feel like last like that at first episode we had was about like all the parts that we ignore about being a woman yes. and I feel like in the business sense or when you're at work you don't like you don't want to tell people you're a mother or you're like don't want to tell people that oh yeah I want to become a mum yeah. next year because like that's not a good sign for employment or I'm for just a mum yeah like, do you know what I mean it's <laughs> things that like that part of ourselves we tend to ignore or like not be proud of to say in, yeah. a, in a way too try so, and make it small but it's actually yeah. the biggest part of our life probably yeah. ever yeah so I know that we'll probably do an episode on that in terms of because we've had conversations where <laughs> so I've been much. like yeah I've been navigating big things in that but um mm -hmm. what about you Phoebes and your purpose do you feel like you are living the fullest expression I think I actually feel like right now I am I am doing the most that I can do in this current moment but I also feel like that's coming from a place of there's just been massive expansion for me in the past year and since I became mm. a mom as well, like I've just 
really blown up in clarity about what I want to do and where I want to be. And I'm acting on everything around that, that I can. And I am an efficient workhorse when I'm in my masculine and need to get things done. So I feel like I don't leave a whole lot on the table. If I see an opportunity that I want or that I want to express, I'm doing that. But yeah, also really recognizing that it is such a day to day little thing. It doesn't have to be like, my goals are so huge. Like for sure. I have those missions where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to impact like millions of women, but day to day, it's exactly the same. And someone, you just get to have that one conversation with someone that makes them feel good. Or it's just me scrolling Instagram, commenting on every person's post, like, yeah, babe, get it. Like, <laughs> That's just me expressing my, like, I just want everyone to see and feel their magic all the time. And I get to do that yeah, every single day and you get to enjoy that on the way. Mm. And I think you can find that no matter what you're doing. Like sometimes like that's not my work. My work's not really, you could say it is scrolling Instagram and gassing everybody up. That's, <laughs> that sounds a little bit like my job, but you know, things like that, that you can, you can live your purpose in lots of ways mm. every day. Mm. Mm. And yeah, I think like when you approach purpose as the way that you're living your life and like who you're being mm. when you're doing things, it just takes the pressure off that it's got to like, yeah, people think purpose is like this one job or yeah, this one thing that purpose is not what you're doing. It's who you, who you're being like, it's who you are. Yeah. It's so much deeper than whatever your job title is or, and it's going to evolve. It's going to change so much. It's so, yeah, let's talk about our stories a little bit and how we got here. Because for me, when I think about how my purpose has evolved and how I've seen it in so many different places, like my purpose has always been to help people see their magic, help people fall in love with themselves, help people really build like lives that they love and see that they have the capacity and power to do that. And so I can trace that back all the way back to like my earliest jobs. And my first business ever was being a personal trainer. And when I started that, I thought it was about the health and fitness. I thought it was like, oh, yeah, like I learned how to exercise and I teach people how to exercise. That's my job. And as I went through it, it was like, no, I just love having these conversations with people and giving them these tools to fall in love with themselves and find confidence in themselves. And, and then it became my obsession of almost like trying to help people fall in love with themselves way before we reached the physical goal, because I realized that wasn't adding up. And then you know, then I opened my gym and then that was just like this broader expression of the same thing. And same, I thought it was about opening a gym. I thought it was about having this bigger version of the health and the fitness and the nutrition. It wasn't, it was about building this beautiful community where people could be themselves and feel seen and heard and loved and build that confidence and make that normal and let people really see their inner power and all that sort of stuff. And I finally started to get it at that point in time that that was a little bit what my purpose was. And then as I entered like this business of the mindset and self-love coaching and everything, it's like I just got to strip away so many of the other pieces that, you know, maybe ever, I don't, I don't think they were, the distraction's not the right word because they were just vehicles all the time That's, for what yeah. I wanted to do. And I, yeah. every single one of those jobs I adored. And I've actually never been in a job that I hated because I've just always found ways to express my purpose through that and find fun in it. And, but it doesn't always, yeah, I certainly didn't know all of those times that I was like living my purpose. I just thought, oh, I like this job now. And now I like this job. And, and all of the time that that was happening way outside of my job, I was having all these conversations with all the human beings in my life and about yeah, loving yourself and finding your magic and finding your purpose and business and all the things that I was really passionate about. And 
I was just living my purpose the whole time. I had no idea. <laughs> well done to Phoebes. Thank you. Past Phoebes. <laughs> just nailing it. No idea what she was doing, but actually getting it perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is actually probably a familiar story. Like I think a lot of people, if you, if you gave it that credit and had a look back, you've probably been doing, you know, a lot of what you're – you want to do and what you love doing Mm. for a long time. Well, that's what I say with human design, right? Like when I'm doing my human design program for business, you like there's women in there that are completely different um, occupations or services or things that they do in their business. But I'm like, say for a human design lens, your purpose in human design is like, no, that's the energy in which you bring to that job or to that service. Mm. So like, that's the thing that like makes you unique. Like, Mm. yeah, you might be a naturopath, but the element, like how you bring, you'll bring something very unique to the experience of your clients yeah. when they work with you versus another naturopath who has a different sole purpose. Like your purpose is not the job. It's the energy in which you bring. And so I think that's like why, yeah, for you, it's like looking back, you were always on purpose because it was just the energy in which you were bringing to empower people, to make people feel more confident in themselves. It really didn't matter whether it was PT or owning a gym or now in coaching or coaching women in business or like it doesn't mm. actually matter. It's yeah. like the, the, it's almost like this soul lesson that you're giving people. Like that's mm. that purpose. It's like the soul imprint, the, how you're impacting people's lives. It's not about what you do. It's like how you're doing it. It's, yeah. And it just feels like when you are in your purpose, wherever it is or wherever you're seeing it, it just feels so natural to you and almost not like work. Like, mm. And that's why so often I think the the mix between work and not work gets mixed up when probably the thing that is your purpose is the thing that's coming a lot more naturally to you than how hard work might feel. Yeah. And that's that whole thing where it's like, you know, you found your purpose in terms of your career path. If it's like, would you do it for free? Mm. Because it's like, yeah, it comes, it's the thing that comes naturally to you. It's the thing that you get enjoyment out of. It's the thing that you access flow state. And the way that I love to talk about this is um, from... Gary Hendricks is his name. He's got a couple of books, but he talks about the big leap and the upper limit problem and things like that. But he talks about zone of genius versus Mm. zone of excellence. And it's like most of us think our purpose is like finding this zone of excellence, finding the thing that we're like really good good at at because we did the degree. Now I know how to read blood pathology Mm. and what herbs to prescribe and I'm a naturopath. I'm a naturopath, yes. That's my zone of excellence. Is it my zone of genius? No. Like there's an element within naturopathy where I'm very much practicing my zone of genius. Um, but like, you're, yeah, so many people are like in this rigid structure of like what purpose is and what work is that they think you get a degree, you then get a job or you then build a business that is like exactly how that industry has told you to build the business. Mm-hmm. Also. And it's like, no, we need innovators. Yeah. Like w- the more we allow people to do things differently, to innovate, the more people will be living on purpose because they'll be doing the same job but in a way that suits them, that brings out their natural gifts. And there's going to be people who, like, need that. Um, and I think when I was really reflecting on, like, the zone of genius versus zone of excellence and I was like, it just gave me this permission slip to be like, yeah, I don't actually like working like traditional naturopaths. <laughs> like, I actually lost my passion for naturopathy when I started practising clinically. Mm. Like, and do you know what I mean? And it just gave me this permission slip to completely go, okay, well, if I – how would I do this if I did it my way and if I did it in a way that I really enjoyed? And again, a big part of like that is like paradigm shifting is like shifting people's perceptions of like what health is, shifting people's perceptions of their menstrual cycle, like these much deeper kind of topics Mm. that 
go beyond like take this herb for <laughs> for PCOS. I'm yeah. like, no, why do you have PCOS? Because of like the hypermasculinity. Like, do you know what I mean? There's like yeah. so many when different. When did you rest last? Yeah. <laughs> There's so many different aspects of it that I now bring into how I work as a naturopath that isn't. Mm. Yeah. Like I think, again, you, you get this degree because you were like, this is the job. This is going to be my purpose. Like it was my third degree. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be the one. the one. And then again, when I got into the workplace, I was like, oh my God, it's not the one. <laughs> because there's all that pressure on like, this has to be it. And it's like, what if like we gave, like had the confidence and the self-trust that you speak mm. about babes to be like, okay, I clearly liked this at some point in time. Like what was the elements of this job or this business mm. that I actually really enjoyed and how can I bring that into like this next phase or this next chapter? Yeah. Um, and I feel like you just touched on something so important around your purpose is that it is scary because most of the time it is like it's not doing it by the book. It's probably the way that you're expressing it is going to be through some work that someone somewhere has already done. Like that part's already created. But the way that it's your purpose is you doing it a little bit different. And that is scary. It's you going, well, that's not the way that it's normally done or that's not the way I was trained to do it or that's not what the book said or whatever and it's you stepping out of that and that is really scary and uncomfy and having that bravery you know like when I started my gym the things I had to go through in my mind my gym is all about good health and good times and we very openly essentially market to people that we are not like a weight loss gym like members all of our gym members get incredible results. They will lose weight. They will like, they'll see all of those results, but that is not where we set our intention and our focus. We really set our intention and focus on building up your confidence, making sure you find somewhere where you feel safe to actually move and be yourself and be happy. And I literally had to sit with myself for so long being like, are you going to open a gym where you tell people you eat burgers and drink beers and just have fun. Like who's going to go? Like who's going to go to this gym? All they hear all day long is like, here's where you lose weight. Here's like the best nutrition plan, all that sort of stuff. And it just, it didn't feel right to me. So I knew I could go down that path and ain't going to lie through the seven years I've owned my gym. I've gone down that path so many times. I've fallen back into that trap heaps of times when I've doubted what I know to be true in my heart and who we are and like holding that identity and purpose for myself but like that, that is the magic. If you ask anyone in my gym why they go to my gym, it's that. It's the fact that we broke out of that barrier and we went a little bit different and we, you know, we lead with that, that love and that happiness piece and that's what keeps them there and that's even what made them sign up. Even, and that was always my biggest fear. Like if people want to go to a gym, they want to go for like these results, you know, like they don't want to go for like confidence and happiness and friends like but people do and and when the right people do right the the people who needed that at that time from me they they needed that and they needed me to be in that expression and that bravery and and do the thing a little bit differently and I think Hannah you can see that 100% for you too there's so many plenty of naturopaths you can go to and in theory what like all the blood works the same but people are going to come to you because they've had that experience where that hasn't been quite right for them and they need someone who's doing it differently. And if we are little scaredy cats about it, we don't let it out the bag. We don't be our whole selves. We don't let our purpose shine. Like people miss out because they really want that. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I'm the exact same as you in the sense that I changed my whole business model and was like, okay, this is how I want to approach health. It's a bit different to most <laughs> naturopaths. I 
went online, released my online program, um, Alive and Aligned. And it was like, yeah, doing really well was awesome. And then even like in the last few months, I like realized, again, that was part of the stuff from like the last one, um, last week that I was sharing about like, I was like, oh, do I like my business still? Because I brought back these elements of my business that were mm. in my zone of excellence. Because that, that's, it's almost like that's your comfy place because you're like society told you yeah you could do that and you're good at that (laughs) but it's not the thing that I enjoy anyone can do some of those protocols that I put out any naturopath who's had the training can do that and I'm like that's not why I'm special like that's not why like I was put on this earth that's not why I was drawn to naturopathy in the first place like my private mentorship space like that's the stuff that I love like working with people is like getting to know a woman deep like deep 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 getting to know like deep subconscious shit like her self-worth her these you know um high achieving parts these parts that are keeping her stress up these parts that are self-sabotaging and making her binge eat or restrict eating or not eating breakfast or (sighs) doing crossfit and hit at 5 a.m every single morning no matter what time of the month it is or what she's got on at work or business (laughs) i'm like i'm not it doesn't light me up to just give someone a treatment plan and say here follow this and you're going to improve. Mm. I can do that, but I'm like, yeah, but as soon as you fall off the track there, which you will because I know you because you've got stories and you've got beliefs and yeah. you've got a different paradigm and perception in how you view the world that that current treatment plan, they, that doesn't fit into. And so yeah. the moment you go off track, which you will, you will fail and mm. you'll think you're broken and you'll be like, and then you'll also think I'm broken because I didn't yeah. fix you, even though Naturopathy I fixed you, but then you relapse. Work. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. And oh. it's like, yeah, the, the moment that I – started to resent my business again. I was like, man, I've been back operating in zone of excellence, like zone of genius, back to zone of genius. Yes. Like, what's my purpose is to like change these paradigms in which women view their bodies and health. And that's where I know that like I make the most impact. Um, and you shine and, and I your do it in a different way. Through. Yeah. 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 That's so fun. It's so relatable. And you're like, when you fall off track and you will like, oh, in the gym, I'm, I've seen that a hundred thousand times where people are like, I just need another nutrition plan. And I'm like, Oh, my love, like you don't need another diet plan. You're, so what? I'm going to spend months of my life working on this freaking diet plan for you. You're going to get a week in there and then come back to your same old, I'm not worthy, I'm not enough. It's not safe for me to look like this. It's not safe for me to do this and fall off track. And until you let me in there to work on these mm-hmm. parts, like we're not going to get anywhere. And I think, you know, that's such a big piece of what I do as well is helping people understand like, the way that we've been doing goal setting is so wrong. It's so, it so misses the mark. Like we just set these such external goals and we're like, all we have to do is follow the blood work or follow the nutrition plan or follow the fitness plan or whatever it is. I just have to check off the to-do list and I'll achieve the thing. And it's like, yeah, sure. If you check off the to-do list, if you follow the plan and most of us don't actually have all the bits in between, like we don't feel safe to follow the plan. We don't have the skills to follow the plan. We don't have the capacity to ride the ups and downs of the plan. Like all of those bits and pieces mm. that if we keep ignoring, like oh, we're, not, we're just going to keep banging our head against the yeah. same brick wall. And those, that's the passion, right? That's again, and it's you the can, purpose. Yeah. It's like, if I ignore that part and just go, sure, she wants a diet plan, give her a diet plan. Like that'll mm. work if she follows it. I just know in my heart, my heart's like on fire. Like, it's not going to work. And see, this that's the whole thing though. It's like, for me and you, we're a particular type of person who wants to work in a particular type of way. We're both quite deep Mm. people. Um, Like the, 
we haven't even known each other for all that long, babes, and I'm like, yeah. we've shared some pretty, <laughs> pretty dark and vulnerable things about each other to each other. Um, so like, we want to go deep, and mm-hmm. it's like we probably, like the the people who are meant to work with us need to go deep and want also want to go deep. But it's also like, if your purpose as a nutritionist or a PT or a naturopath, you froth doing meal plans or treatment mm. plans or things like that. There's going to be a client out there that that's what they need in their part, in the, in their step of the and journey. And when you see those people, like, cause I have a couple of friends actually that, yeah, that are froth also the science and the detail. And like, if you're working with them, like you will froth the science and the detail and you, you will eat every single mm. gram of your sweet potato. Like you'll be all over it. Cause their energy is so fiery about that thing. And so exact. And then, for me, it's like my energy's not going to be fiery yeah. about that. I'm not going to get you lit up about following this diet plan. I'm going to be like, that sucks. We've got nothing to eat for three weeks. That sounds awful. Like, yeah. Whereas if you come to me and you're like, yeah, let's unpack my deep, dark stories and recover my trauma so that I can move on with freedom and ease, I'll be like, 100% girlfriend, I got you. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's like, that's the whole thing is like when you do it your way, in a, in your own purpose with how you're delivering a service, yeah, it might be some zone of excellence, but in your zone of genius, the way that you like to do it, like me and you like to go deep, you attract the clients that you will also just genuinely love working with. Mm. And so you have like better client relationships. You have, you'll get better client results because those people that sign up to you, that's what they want and that's what they need. Mm. Like the people that, um, when I started marketing a little bit differently, went back to zone of excellence and I was getting mm-hmm. these clients that like, I was like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't aligned anymore. Like, I'm actually not even probably giving you exactly what you want or need right now because there's going to be someone that's better off meeting your needs in terms of the level of like science and structure and detail and planning. And if you want a meal plan, you're not going to get that result with me. Do you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, that's safety to be able to be like, you know what, this is not for me. And mm-hmm. there's someone better out there for you. That's yeah. beautiful. And that's that whole thing though. It's like the the more you avoid stepping into how you want to do things, <laughs> you're doing a disservice to the people who end up signing up to you because they're signing up to you and you're delivering something that is not at a hundred percent energy for you. Yeah. And they could, they could have signed up with someone else who is at a hundred percent energy for meal plans <laughs> Massive. and would have had a better experience. Right. Like, so it's like, just cause you can do something doesn't mean you should do it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like this is my, what grinds out ovaries for the week. And it is like, Oh, I have a good one for this. Oh, yeah, you have a good one as well. You go. I'm scared mine's not as good as yours now. <laughs> no, I'm just deeply passionate and you'll be why. I love it. I was just thinking about I just come across so many women, particularly in business, and they just play so small because they're so scared to own that that individuality that they have, you know, and they kind of step into these businesses where almost like you touched on it before, that comfort of like, okay, in this business we post about this, we talk about this, we sell these things. We offer these kind of services and they just do it. But like the passion that they had for that thing is, is gone right away. And you can see it in the way that they're posting and stuff. And a lot of these women come to me for support, be like, oh, I'm doing all the things, right? I'm like marketing, I'm sending the emails, I'm doing the posts, like nobody's interested. And I'm like, girlfriend, just vanilla as hell out here because it's just got no you behind it. So yeah, it's frustrating to watch for me because I can see like all this magic in people. I love when I, I have I have that experience where someone's kind of maybe booked a free call with me or something and they're like, okay, I want to figure out what I need to do for my business to really let it be seen. And then I look at their social media and I'm like, oh, I'm feeling the vanilla-ness. And then I get on this call with them and they're so like fucking funny and chatty and they've got all these stories. And Where's that like, person? This whole character, which 
literally, to be clear, I've never met a woman I haven't seen that in, right? Like I see that in everyone. Yours might be a little bit quieter, but I see it. And so it's so sad to see that they've got all this energy and all this character and all this passion and all this mission and it's just being hidden. So that's that's my grind. If anyone is relating to that, please let the cat out of the bag. Let your weirdness out of the bag. Also, actually, I have a call out. Mm. If you're a woman in business and you have an Instagram and you have a close friends list and you only share your weird shit to your close friends list, I'm calling you bitches out. Share it. We want to see it. We all want to see it. I've seen so much hilarious stuff on my close friends list and I'm like, get it out of here. Send it to the world. I feel like I'd be guilty of that. Yeah. Sure. I'm, I particularly can think of a few of our friends and I'm like, oh, so was, yeah, but with love, like we want to see it. I yeah, know you're hiding. Weird. That's what's going on. <laughs> Let it out. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That was cool out for me too. I've been sharing all my like weird fantasy um, romance book stuff on my close friends because I'm like, this is edgy. Yeah, this is a new part literally. of Hannah that I'm still exploring. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, you know that when you share to close friends, you're hiding, right? You're hiding 100%. from other people. Like, that's the, the clearest hide you can do. But I also know these are women that would be like, yeah, like, show yourself, be yourself. And I'm like, I see you, girlfriend, let it out. You do. I catch myself in it all the time. Mm. Like, anytime I'm like, oh, let me not post that. I'm like, no, you have to. No, you have to post it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the devil on your shoulder. Yeah. She's fun. Do it. She's fun. <laughs> Um, what grinds my ovaries when we're particularly talking about purpose zone of excellence is just the way that practitioners are set up to practice like naturopaths, nutritionists, um, even like some like counselors, Mm. psychologists. Yeah. Um, it's just like so limited. Oh my God. So I've been relatively vocal about this like a little while ago on my Instagram about why I moved away from the traditional model because I was just so burnt out from it, like so burnt out from being a naturopath working like back-to-back consults because mm. that is not what naturopathy is. Naturopathy at like if you're on back-to-back consults as a naturopath, I'm sorry, but you can't you can't hold space and go to the depth of what true naturopathy, if you go back to its roots, actually is. Mm. So if naturopaths are back back to back on calls, you end up practicing what we call green allopathy, which essentially is like green medicine. It's like you've got this symptom, you've got this condition, I'm gonna give you this supplement or this herb for that symptom or condition. Like that's the capacity that basic bitch mm. naturopathy. Yeah, and that's not <laughs> naturopathy. Naturopathy is like root cause medicine and mm. that takes time. That takes a lot of therapeutic relationship to like actually build the rapport and the trust with someone to be like this is going to take time to figure out mm. and it's not going to be one thing. It's going to be elements of like, yeah, how you're living your life, how, you're, how you are in your relationships, it's how you are in your work. where people go when they've been like, like the medicine or yeah. the doctor situation's not working for me. So if you get there and then you get the same kind of treatment, that's like a massive bummer. Yeah, yeah. And so, and like that's what, it's like <laughs> naturopathy is trying so hard to be like medicine. Like, medicine. like the degree is like getting more and more, like we need the science. I'm all for the science. Like I was like obsessed yeah. with science. Anything a little bit woo-woo in my degree, I was like, I'm, that's not why I'm here. Like I found my woo-woo. Spir- I need doctor. <laughs> yeah, I found my woo-woo spiritual energetic side far later in, in my um in my path. But um yeah, the traditional model is just like they've just like copy and pasted like a GP clinic to work for naturopathy. And I'm like, mm. it is a completely different modality. It does not work this way. And honestly, like the number of my friends, 
and practitioners that I know, like those naturopaths that you were seeing at a traditional clinic, I'm telling you, they're, they're exhausted. Mm. And that's so sad, isn't or, it? You're the people I came to to heal my yeah, exhaustion. They're exhausted. And this like makes me so sad. Not I'm not like angry or frustrated <laughs> at the practitioner. I'm angry and frustrated at that this is the industry. Like that that's the industry that we work within. And it's like it's not helpful for majority of clients. It's not helpful for pra- like practitioners. So there's so many prackies out there with like incredible knowledge incredible skill incredible empathy Mm. and it's not doing them justice like first and foremost they're struggling to make money yes there there is a small percentage of practitioners that are like that are doing well but they are killing themselves for it Mm. if they're working in a traditional model like they are killing themselves to do that and it yeah like it's it's the way that like the traditional model is set up it's it's just not helpful. It is not helpful from a health perspective for the practitioner and like to earn money. And it's like, these people have like such a beautiful set of skills. Like they're the healers of the world and they're just like so burnt out emotionally, financially, mentally, like all of the ways in the first few years of their, like their career. And like, that's that's sad. That's so so sad. sad for me. And I'm like, so many of like the naturopaths that like we had in say uni that were like our educators they like were kind of working part-time as an naturopath or like had like left that degree mm. or had left working because they were like, yeah, couldn't really make money. So I've come back to teach. Oh. And so I'm like, we need more pathways for naturopaths to like find their purpose. And like, again, like I was like, put my hand up as volunteer. I volunteer as tribute. Yeah. Like, and this was a big part of my journey of finding my purpose where like the first year of being a clinical naturopath, I knew I was like this, I've, I've just lost my passion. Why? Yeah. This is something I was so passionate about. How can I just all of yeah. a sudden not be passionate about it? And it was the way in which I was practicing. Um, and it, I had to move through so much fear, mm. so much fear. And there was a lot of fear that like, I would be seen as like, who are you to like, just so like entitled. Yeah. I was one year in and I've decided I want to do it differently. <laughs> and like, you're all doing it wrong. Like yeah. I was honestly so scared of like being called entitled or being called mm. like, money hungry and I'm like that's not the reason that's one aspect of why I was doing it because I'm like I want this to be my life yeah I have a vision for like the lifestyle that I want for my kids and for things like that like I'm Mm. not scared to be like money's fucking awesome and it helps yeah (laughs) I would like to have some (laughs) yeah and like that's a big month like money's such a big wound for a lot of healers Mm. um a lot of healers and it was definitely one of mine but and so I was afraid that like oh I'm changing my business model people are going to think that's why and I'm like that was one aspect and it was not the leading it was not the leading thing in my decision making it was because I was so burnt out and unwell and that was affecting my relationships it was affecting like my PCOS my chronic fatigue came back like Mm. all of these things and I was like then people are coming to me for chronic fatigue syndrome and for PCOS and I'm like yeah hey so I was like I'm relapsing like (laughs) but here's the herbs I'm taking like it just didn't feel like how's that authentic like how is that me living in my purpose and I'm just like I see it like I still know so many naturopaths and so many prackies and I'm like, this is their reality. It's hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I'm like that, like when we were talking about purpose earlier and my purpose and how I'm, I'm not living it to the full expression just yet. Cause I'm like, I'm in that phase where I'm, how can I do this better? And I'm, yeah. and I'm trying to role model and eventually I'll get to mentoring and like, let's change this whole freaking paradigm. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> because these people are passionate about it and they're being forced to like, work at like health food stores or take up like jobs that have nothing to do with 
their mm. degree because they can't make it work. Meanwhile, financially, emotionally, everyone's physically. out here looking for like a good quality naturopath who will actually spend the time with them. I think that's such an important conversation around like how you might be living in your purpose, but or doing the work that relates to your purpose or is an expression of your purpose right now, but. You can't be fully in your purpose if you aren't taken care of, like if you're not feeling rested and safe and... If you're not being taken care of physically, mentally, emotionally and financially. Yeah, and financially. And this is a massive one when we talk about purpose, especially if you're in business, like the number of people undercharging because they think, you know, they don't want to be money hungry or whatever. It's like at the end of the day, you cannot help someone if you cannot pay your bills and... No one wants you to roll up to your work every day being like a resentful, bitter asshole because you feel like people are not paying you enough or people don't appreciate your time or don't respect what you're doing, which is what happens when we start not charging enough or not setting our lives up well. And, you know, it comes back a little bit to that, like, martyring. Like, am I making this decision or is someone actually doing this to me? And so much of the time it's like, Maybe I need to make the change here. I need to ask for things to be different. I need to set my life up differently. I need to find a different way for this thing that I love to work for me so that I can keep doing it and give to the people who really need it because what's the alternative? Like we undercharge, we all burn out. Now it's not available. Like we can't find a good naturopath or we can't find a good whatever it is that you were bringing to the table because now you've retired and you've decided to go back to working at the health food store. Like what the fuck, dude? We needed you. (laughs) 100 percent 100 percent what would be like a closing statement that you'd say phoebes for someone who's like fuck i don't know what my purpose is i'm stressing like (laughs) i just don't know where do you like where do you start oh i love this question i am all about like taking some space i truly deeply believe anytime we tell ourselves we don't know something we don't know something about ourselves we don't know what the answer is i don't know what i want like we are just too busy on the hamster wheel or slash too scared to really dive into what that answer is because maybe it's scared because the answer is really uncomfy like Hannah's where we or like mine when I was opening the gym where we're like whoa like I do want this but it's actually so different to what I know and understand and it's not an easy path and so that's super uncomfy so we avoid it and we go ah I don't know because that's easier or we just haven't given ourselves the time. Like if you're just waking up every day, hitting the gym, going straight to work, coming home, dealing with your kids, going back to bed, go to work again tomorrow. Like when exactly did you think your purpose was going to pop up? Like you got to give it a minute. Sit with yourself, create some space. Like start asking yourself questions like what do people come to me for? Like what could I talk about for hours on end without like taking a breath? Like what am I so passionate about? What what patterns have I seen come up in every workplace that I've been in, no matter how different they've been? Or what are, like, what am I known for in my family? Am I like the, the organiser or the lover or like the leader or the like whatever the it is? The funny one. The funny one. Like find those bits and pieces and start piecing them together and figure out like who am I? Like what are these parts of myself that all come together and make me really happy? And hopefully somewhere in there is going to lead you towards towards your purpose and remember it's not a one and done thing it's like okay I like this feeling I like doing these types of things I like being this sort of support for people and just see where you want to take that it doesn't have to be like it's not going to be this one liner of my purpose is blah and that's it and that's done and dusted forever because it's going to be different forever but you can certainly find the feelings and the ideas and the things that you love Mm. and follow those Mm. my recommendation is two words 
human design. <laughs> yes, also human design. <laughs> but the like without going into human design, <clears throat> the essence in terms of how I speak about it, what gives you energy and what drains your energy. Mm. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Like literally write a list at the end of every day, the end of every week, mm. the things in every aspect of your life, like your relationship, like your health and fitness routine, like your work, everything. What like at the end of a week, like what drained you? Like what when you did it, you were like, oh, that's yeah, that's taking energy away. And what aspects of your job or yeah, you, how you're showing up with your food or movement gives you energy. Mm. And it's like, how can you do a little bit less of the stuff that's draining your energy? And how can you do just a little bit more of the stuff that gives you energy? And like you'll find like it's just like momentum builds towards yep. the things that give you energy, and you start to discover more of what gives you energy because that's mm. how the sacral works in human yes. design. So helpful and just like, yeah, coming back to stop trying to look for this one big one and done, one and done. single answer thing. Like you have heaps of the answers within you. Heaps of the answers are showing in your energy every single day. Just lean into those and see what comes out. All right. I think that's us done for another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us and we will see you next week. See ya. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on your social media and tag us on Instagram at Hannah Ann Co and at Best Life Phoebe. And we're so excited to see you next week.